welcome to the Narrowing Path, Walking the Spiritual Walk. My name is Steve Van Eiderstein. Thank you all for joining me again today, um, especially after yesterday's uh, fantastic reading about uh, purifying our heart, purifying our thoughts. It was so good. Um, I read that a couple of times after that. Just, It's a good reminder. It's a good practice to align yourself with because that's that's change. That's uh, that, that's that's where our power can be. So, uh, I'm looking forward to March 16th uh, to see where we go from here, how we follow up with everything, and uh, just see what it has to talk about. Um, I'm just on a real good spot coming off of the, the, the 15th. I really enjoyed that one. So, let's see what the 16th has to bring us. Um, this will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning I have not read this... Um, I have not read this daily meditation before I read it today on the podcast. So here we go for March 16th of James Allen's Daily Meditations. He who will control himself will put an end to all his sufferings. Blessed is that day, and not to be forgotten, when a man discovers that he himself is his own undoer and his own savior. Mm. That within himself is the cause of all his suffering and lack of knowledge, and that also within is the source of all peace, enlightenment, and godliness. Selfish thoughts, impure desires, and acts not shaped by truth are the baneful seeds from which all suffering springs. While selfless thoughts, pure aspirations, and the sweet acts of truth are the seeds from which all blessedness grows. He who will deny himself will find the holy place where calmness lives. Wow. Seems like a shorter one than usual. But... Let me tell you, I love that one. That is a constant practice for me, and some things it's a constant battle. As I continue to grow and mature in my own spiritual practices and spiritual nature, you know, there's this, uh, the practice that this is talking about the self-control it's never been one of my strong suits i'll be honest it's taken a lot of time to become disciplined to the extent i am and um by all accounts that's probably not uh much more than average right um so i i just really yesterday's and today's Today's was about the thinking. Today's about the actions, right? Like, holy cow, what a uh, what a combo! So, uh, start again with it. It starts with he who will control himself will put an end to his sufferings. I mean, isn't that the truth? That. Uh, when we can actually have control of ourselves, mind and body. I don't think this is necessarily just talking about actions, but 
definitely included in that is action. He who controls himself will put an end to his sufferings. So you control your thoughts, you control your actions, you control your intentions. And what drives that? I've said it before on here. I do believe, though, um, some t it takes stopping a physical behavior before you can truly see the... Um, before you can truly see fully the driving force behind it, the thoughts that are behind it. And then from there, you can get the belief. And then you can get to the belief, you can tear that apart, and you can change the belief through repetitive and intentional thinking and directing your thoughts. So it really is that ability to control oneself in all aspects that will stop your suffering because suffering really is... Uh, a product of our own desire or regrets or anxieties. Which is pretty amazing to learn. And it's an empowering thing, at least for me it is. But when you subscribe to it, it, it puts a lot of responsibility on your shoulders, on my shoulders. Because now I am responsible for my own life. <laughs> Which might sound ridiculous. Of course I am. But not many... It wasn't very often that I realized that. It was. It took me a year or two into sobriety to really grasp the concept even. Blessed is that day... And not to be forgotten when a man discovers that he himself is his own undoer and his own savior. Oh, there we go. That's what he was talking about right there. The moment I realize that my life, every, I am the summation of every thought and action I've taken in my entire life. That is where I am right now and how I got to where I am. Right? When I realize that... Without necessarily knowing it, I also realize I have the power to change it all. I am my own savior, it says here. Right? We're given the tools to grow and change. The harsh reality is the initial acceptance of the fact of your regrets and your shame and your guilt or... And you're not allowed to blame. It's all on you now. That's the hardest part to walk through in the beginning. But after you do that, the power really, it's in your hands. To change yourself, to change your life, to grow and change, to grow and meld together something beautiful. You can change the rest of your life starting today. And that's beyond fantastic. It's magnificent. It's awe-inspiring even. He goes on to then say, that within himself is the cause of all his sufferings and lack of knowledge. And that also within is a source of all peace, enlightenment, and godliness. Right? That within himself is the cause of all suffering and lack of knowledge. So we get in our own way. We cause all of this. Our arrogance keeps us from knowledge 
Our arrogance keeps us from investigating. Our pride will keep us... Um, sulking almost in our own contemptuous opinion. And when you realize you're the only one standing in the way of your own happiness and growth and attainment in life, It gives you the opportunity to find that source of all peace, enlightenment, and godliness. We choose with every thought where which direction we're pushing. Whether we're pushing towards the suffering and the lack of knowledge, or whether we're pushing towards the peace, enlightenment, and godliness. Right? Like, when you say it like that, it's a pretty simple answer for a guy like me. Which way I want to go. But I forget this all the time. And I, 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 don't, I still don't see where I show up every single time. I do better but I am by no means perfect at this thing. But each day I'm seeing more and more where I can change and pursue that peace, enlightenment, and godliness. This next line, selfish thoughts, impure desires, and acts not shaped by truth are the baneful seeds from which all suffering springs. Right? That wraps it up pretty nicely right there. Selfish thoughts and pure desires and acts not shaped by truth. So acting in our own self-interest, acting selfishly regardless of consequence to others, completely self-centered, completely and only paying attention to self and the, and very rarely having a byproduct of helping someone else out. But if it is, it's usually for our own personal attainment anyway. It's never our mission or our goal. Um, or when we're in that state, at least. And then impure desires, like all of those lustful thoughts, all of the greedy thoughts, all of the prideful thoughts. All of those things we want to feed our ego. All those things we want to feed our false sense of self and accomplishment. Those empty rewards and empty pleasures. And then finally, the acts not shaped by truth. So things done not in the, in the light of the truth and the good and, and God. But selfish. Being deceitful, dishonest. Being despairing. Fearful. Cowardly. Those actions are not the ones shaped by truth. And he says that, that these are the baneful seeds from which all suffering springs. So all this selfishness and self-centeredness and um, uh, disregard for principle that leads to our own suffering. Most of the time we do those things to alleviate suffering in the immediate moment. And sometimes we get that immediate relief for a very brief and fleeting moment, but the reality of it is, is that worth it? Because soon after the 
immediate relief that will come back and does come back usually quicker than we realize there's suffering there's regret remorse guilt shame that goes along with this and we choose to inflict that on ourselves at some point he finishes this off with while selfless thoughts pure aspirations and the sweet acts of truth are the seeds from which all blessedness grows. Like how he said, the sweet, the sweet acts of truth. When we behave in a way that aligns with our spiritual values and principles and, and, our, and our spiritual way of life, things work out a whole lot better. That's where the seeds of blessedness grow. When we do things genuinely for God and others, not for selfish intent and manipulation. We do the right thing because it is the right thing. And we aspire to continue to do the right thing in whatever way they might be. And that's where the truths, the seeds of all blessedness grow. When we align ourselves with the greatest good that we possibly can. That is where the, the sweet acts of truth and seeds from which all blessedness grow. He finishes it up with, he who will deny himself will find the holy place where calmness lives. Man, that's such a such a good line to close this up with. It's possible. It is possible to control your actions. It is possible to get help with these things. And I hope people do. Because it's extremely important to learn not just to satisfy your every selfish desire or self-imposed need. You're just living on emotion at that point. You're just living on empty pleasure. And it never ends well. So, all right, March 16th, self-control. Denying oneself. Great, great practice to also have the diligent and intentional practice of changing one's thought to spiritual values and also the diligent and intentional denial of self from those lustful, greedy, vain, envious actions we would, des we would wish to take most, time, most times usually. It's a pretty amazing reading. So, um, we're grateful for that one today. Looking forward to the 17th. It just keeps getting better. Um, so join me back again tomorrow. All right? Thanks. Until next time. Bye.